0: Can you name one show besides Loki, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, and WandaVision on Disney+. Plus? Right? Go. No, no,
1: no, uh, 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 no. Welcome back to Filling You In. I'm Coco, and with me is my co-host, Subash, and we've got another great episode for you today. It's pretty incredible to say, but this is episode four, and... I don't know. I, I just want to hear your thoughts on it. How how crazy does it feel to see that we've come this far so far?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't really pay attention to the numbers. You know, numbers don't really mean a lot, a lot to me, you know, whether they're doing great or bad. I think it's just more like how I'm feeling personally about the podcast. And so far, I've been just feeling great about it. Uh, you know, definitely going into this podcast, you know, I was like, oh, what's this going to be like? You know, something I haven't really done before, or at least with what we're doing right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly just happy with it. It's something that I think we're both enjoying doing. And I'm hoping that our audience is, you know, taking away something from this podcast, just enjoying it and having a great time. And with that being said, I'll hand it off to Subash for the intro of today's topic. All right. Listen, when I grew up, I would wake up, turn on Jake and the Neverland Pirates every morning, sometimes Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, occasionally Dr. Miss um, And yeah, and that was all on TV. That was live on the. Cable box, and you'd like grab the clicker and you know, turn it on in the morning. Nowadays, kids aren't clicking remotes anymore, they tap on on man shows that are available online on their iPads and iPhones. And today, we're going to be talking about where they're doing that, uh, specifically the streaming services they're doing it on, uh, how this has definitely been a
1: game changer for the entertainment industry, and just our overall thoughts. Yeah, and so streaming services are definitely changing the entire landscape of the entertainment industry. And today we're going to be diving into the different streaming services from Disney+, Plus, Netflix, HBO Max, Amazon Prime Video, Apple TV+, and Peacock. And we're going to be letting you in on our likes, dislikes, and our thoughts on their TV shows and original content. Starting off, we're going to start off
0: with probably the biggest game changer of 2020, and that would be Disney+. Plus. I mean, dude, this is just it's packed like uh, realistically, as far as actual content goes and what's on their platform, there's nothing in my opinion that tops it. I mean, they have every single Star Wars movie, every single Marvel movie, uh, Disney Channel, everything that's ever been on Disney Channel, and every animated Disney movie, the live action Disney movies. You know, I mean, it's it's heaven, it's every everything's there, it's just it's all in one place. What are your thoughts specifically on what's what's up on Disney plus right now?
1: I think that having all the Disney entity movies on it is really nice because a lot of the movies I grew up on the ones that from the ones that are from my childhood they're Disney movies, they're Pixar movies, they're Star Wars movies, they're Marvel movies, and having them all in one place is super convenient and it's just really, really nice,
0: yeah, I mean it's a dream it's realistically a dream um you know it success followed it of course you know disney plus kept all the disney parks alive it kept fueling you know to keep them up and and running during the pandemic when no one was visiting them it was it's it still is a massive revenue source for disney and honestly it's so worth it like i i can't think of anything i can't think of anything better you could get for your money i mean it's just it's 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 all at your fingertips everything you could have ever wanted however there is something That Disney Plus lacks, and it's something that teenagers and people who don't want to sit there and watch long movies. What it lacks is TV shows. Um, you know, question right now, Coco. Can you name one show besides Loki, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, and WandaVision on Disney Plus? Right? Go. No, 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 uh, 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 no. the shows on the shows that are currently on Disney Plus are either associated with Marvel, Star Wars. Or shows like High School Musical, which is just, I guess, like teenage singing and stuff. But I mean, their show, their show selection isn't amazing. Like, there's not a lot there. And you can kind of run through it pretty
1: quickly. Um, yeah. And the- another complaint I have is with, with their weekly release schedule. I mean, it's really nice when Netflix, you know, will release all, like, pretty much every episode in one day compared to Disney where it makes you wait. I think from a business standpoint, it's pretty smart because then it gets people coming back to the app, but from the viewer standpoint, it's like, I mean, why would I wait? Mm -hmm. I might as well just wait till the very end, and then watch it. So it's kind of a dilemma there. I don't know. Obviously, we don't know the inner workings of it, because we don't work at Disney and don't have an idea behind the viewership. But I think that the weekly release is not that fun. It's not that fun waiting for Loki and things like that.
0: Yeah, I mean the weekly upload thing is something that Disney's actually done a really great job. I think the fact that you're complaining about it just proves how effective it is that you just you don't want to wait but you kind of have to like you you literally have to. Uh the reason I actually do know the reason that Netflix releases them all at once is and that's because hey, that's just Netflix's style. They do it with their own shows. But for shows like All American, Riverdale, um, you know, shows that aren't made by Netflix, shows that Netflix actually purchases and strikes deals with to release places like the CW want to have those episodes exclusively on their website, and that's where they do the weekly and like on and on cable and like whatever and stuff like that, and do the weekly releases. Then they're like, okay, all the content's out there; it's not really quote unquote new anymore. Here, sign this XXX dollar deal; you can drop all the episodes at once. Um, I think that's why they
1: do it. But Disney definitely has a unique unique way of of, of doing that. One of the few complaints I have about Disney Plus is the ui is terrible disney plus's ui is absolutely garbage it's so bad um
0: i mean yeah you you i'm, I'm literally about I'm, I'm about to open the app right now on my phone i mean i think i think there's definitely a lot of work to do i think when it comes to advertising the shows that are new they do a fantastic job they have that whole front panel thing like couldn't have been done better right but like if, when it comes down to convenience of like the consumer and just trying to watch stuff, like, dude, it's just, it's not easy. You have to like, there's like a the whole search functionality. It's it. Yeah. It's not really
1: the most convenient thing. I got a couple complaints with the UI and number one has to do with the fast forwarding and going back and pausing. I mean, it is pretty terrible. It, it's yeah. straight up pretty terrible. I'll be trying to go forward in a show and Oh wait, I can't because the UI is terrible. I know the lag. And the second thing I have a problem with is after you're done with like a movie or a show, it'll send you to another thing that's kind of like it, but then you can't just like X out, you have to click details, and then you have to get out of that. And I just think that's another step and it's just unnecessary. And while these things are minor and can be fixed, I think that Disney has to address these things because at the end of the day, the user experience is really important. And fixing these things could really bring it to the next level.
0: Yeah, like why make a very cool car, a very cool Ferrari, but you can't sit in it and click the pedals cuz you don't know what to do. Like, you know, it's just like stuff like that. Like yeah, the gap can be great. You can have amazing content, but if you're not able to access it with ease and with like happiness and be like satisfied with it, yeah, it can it can get a little bit annoying.
1: And talking about the original content that Disney Plus creates, what are your thoughts on the different Disney Plus shows?
0: You know, it's all Marvel, Star Wars, you know singing that kind of stuff uh i hope they definitely add a little they'll definitely add a lot more shows to their catalog i'm sure I'm, i'm sure they have a lot more things planned uh but as far as actually hours of like time you can spend watching for tv shows i mean it's not a lot like the popping shows each episode they don't have a lot of episodes out like I don't know you could get you could get through things pretty quickly if if you really tried and especially with the rate that people watch things nowadays but I mean yeah what's out there is great but there's not a lot
1: yeah uh when it comes to Disney plus there are not a lot of complaints what are your thoughts on Netflix Netflix
0: dude I'm an OG Netflix user like literally like since I was like a little little kid my parents would like do the whole disc thing like you'd order it and like put it in the thing we've been using Netflix for a while all of my favorite shows are on there like or, or at one point we're on there, <clears throat> the office, but I mean, they're keeping up. I think they're doing, Netflix has done a fantastic job at, at releasing new shows. Like, dude, every week there's like a new series launching. I mean, all my favorite shows are on Netflix. I've been using it every single day. I mean, it's it's a, it's a fantastic platform. I don't think anyone, at least for my liking is doing better than, better than Netflix. And yeah, they're keeping up. Um, they, I think as far as what they've been doing recently, they have a they have, I mean they have so many banger shows. I could go into thousands and thousands of shows that I've loved, but I think a great thing that they do is like their recommendations and like how they basically target shows to you. I don't think any platform is doing it as well as they are. Uh, I see things in my recommended for you section, uh, and sh- I like shows like All American, shows like Outer Banks. Obviously, there's a popular shows, but I would have never had the like likelihood of clicking them and watching them as much as i did if i hadn't found them in my recommended for you area um and i mean most of the time it's pretty accurate like i watched a show that had a 40 percent recommended for you and it was terrible like i didn't like it at all so i mean it's pretty accurate um and i think they're targeting shows to me
1: that i actually like um and yeah i mean what are your thoughts on netflix you know, what I like about Netflix is that they take the time to actually think about the viewer's experience and change their platform to fit that. Like, I mean, things like things like putting aside 17 billion billion with a B dollars for original content in 2021 and trying to include a new it's kind of like a YouTube Shorts kind of thing. Am I right? In Netflix yeah, they they've been I think they've been doing a, they have had some like laugh
0: moment. They have like these LOL moments or something like that just to get you like intrigued into
1: into new shows. Yeah, I think stuff like that trying to innovate within the app is just really cool to see a company do. And I think that with their original content they're absolutely killing it. Uh I mean, with Netflix not too much complaints, but compared to Disney Plus it is on the higher side regards to pricing. And I think that's probably one of the only complaints you can have because I mean it, it's really just a great platform. And it was probably, if not the OG streaming service. Yeah. It's OG OG. Yeah. I <laughs> think the only other I think the only other complaint you can have is that it takes off shows that you love because there's so many shows that I loved. Oh my gosh. Like they these fantastic shows that I thought were going to be on forever. And I watch it one week and then the next week it's gone or movies like they'll send them off and then they'll bring them back like it, it's just not fun to want to be able to. It's not fun like thinking you're going to be able to see a movie on Netflix and then going on Netflix and realizing, oh, wait, it's not there. And so with so with them producing their own original content, it's quite nice because they're not going to really be shipping that stuff off to other streaming services. And so if they have bangers, then it's nice because you know that they're not going to be shipping it off because they actually own it and they have the, they have the rights to it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, they have the whole, it's called fast laughs, that quick, like little short form content thing literally looks exactly like TikTok. Um, I think it's super innovative, super cool. Um, Like no one, no one else is doing that. Uh, Super dope. Uh, Yeah. I mean. Uh, I think that's something. Something that's funny, and that I always hear, like, like people, especially more like adults, say is like, I'll bring up a new, especially like newer movies that, like, that it probably like still in theaters, and it's so funny. I'm like, I'm like, hey, this new movie's out. Like, it looks pretty cool, or maybe it just released or something. And the first thing they say is, try find it on Netflix. Like, I don't, I, I, I know that they don't really understand how how the idea that not every single show and movies on netflix but it's just so funny it's like (laughs) yeah i i guess that kind of sucks i feel like i feel like netflix definitely the where the area that it lacks in a little bit is it's like getting movies specifically movies that are like new and popping that are trending i guess that maybe are shared with other platforms obviously there's the whole business aspect but like there's definitely a lot of situations they could take it like they could capitalize on and strike deals with. Um, because there's a lot of movies out there that people would love to see, especially on Netflix. And, you know, that'd get them overall more watch time, more people on the app, more people watching their shows, more people intrigued.
1: Yeah. And like you can tell, I mean, with when it comes to Netflix, like I said, there's not really much complaints other than little things.
0: Yeah. And like you said earlier, I think the biggest L that Netflix has ever taken. And I think it's something that literally it, it drove. It definitely drove people away from Netflix and you know, made it sad, I guess. Um they lost the office. Uh the the owners of of the office, which I'm guessing is like NBC or whoever, they didn't they didn't renew their contract with Netflix. And instead the office is now on Peacock, which we'll talk about in a bit. But uh that was something that was sad. Dude, I remember when they announced that it was going to be moving and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch the office. It's on Netflix. I'm gonna get it done. I at first I saw the office and it looked like kind of boring and bad. I watched it. Dude, it was amazing. I loved it. So funny. Such a great show. Sad it's gone because if it was still there, I probably would have watched it again by now. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fantastic show.
1: Yeah. And talking about The Office, let's talk about its new home, which is Peacock, which is kind of the new kid on the block. And I mean, personally, I downloaded Peacock and I think it's pretty fantastic. It, it's nice because on Peacock, you can still watch shows, but you just got to watch ads. So it's kind of similar to TV. But it's now on an app and you can take it wherever you go. I, I kind of find that nice that even, even if I don't want to pay like $20, $15 for a subscription, I'm still able to watch parts of series. And I think that's really nice. And I think that other other streaming services should look into applying things like that. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, Peacock has a lot of potential. Not only do they have The Office, but they have all of the Harry Potter movies. Again, Similar to things like Disney Plus when it comes down to like all the, the MCU. They have that, that big franchise that, that's definitely going to attract a lot of people over to Peacock. Um, I think it's going to become a, a big player uh, later on. They're gonna, Hopefully they add more, not only original content, but maybe pre-existing movies and shows that people really love. Uh, please don't take things from Netflix, especially the, the shows that I like, because that would really suck. Um, you know, there was a point where I considered getting Netflix because I was really in love with The Office. There'll be a point where I'll probably get the do the free trial just so I can watch it again. Uh, You know, I think The Office is definitely going to be a driver for sales for Peacock as
1: well. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a driver of views. And there's a statistic that says in 2020 on Netflix, 57 billion minutes of The Office were watched in 2020 alone. 57 billion. That that's absolutely ridiculous. That's insane. yeah. And that definitely shows that it's got an audience and I'm interested to see where Peacock will be in the next five years. Will it be right next to Netflix, right next to Disney Plus? And it'll be interesting to see what happens with Peacock in the next five years. Transitioning over to another sort of newer streaming service, HBO Max. I mean, what are your thoughts on it?
0: just right, kind of there. I mean, I, I I did. I think I did a free trial because I wanted to watch Rick and Morty. Um I didn't really like it. That's a personal opinion though. Um, you know, they could use some better content. There's a lot there though. There's so much. I don't know. I don't know any big, big like movies or anything. Maybe Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. I have no idea. They're probably on there. Nothing that's grabbing my attention besides maybe some of the adult swim shows. Realistically, nothing that I think
1: is going to drive people to run over to HBO max. Um, what do you think? I mean, I haven't checked out HBO Max yet. I've only heard things. And I mean, I I mean, like you said, it's kind of just there. I mean, the, one of their big plays for getting viewers was releasing Wonder Woman 2 on that. And I mean, Wonder Woman 2 was absolute trash. So, whoa. So I, I don't think that that works at all for them. Uh, other than that, you know, I'm not really familiar with the shows they have on, but I I don't see anything or hear anything where people are like, "Yo, this new HBO Max original series is out. You gotta check it out." You know, compared to something like Disney Plus, like, "Yo, did you guys mm-hmm. see the new Loki episodes? Did you guys see the new WandaVision episodes?" And so I just think that you know, H- like you said, HBO Max is kind of just there. I don't know how much it costs, but I'm, I'm definitely not looking into it.
0: Moving on, next to Amazon Prime Video, uh, to be honest, dude, they could do they could have they could do so much better. Uh, a lot of the content on there isn't even like free you still have to rent it like it's it's so funny it's like you have amazon prime but then it's like oh here's access to our big platform now you have to rent movies and shows you don't get them for free there's only a little bit we have for free but the good ones you have to rent uh that's definitely something that's like that's a that's a that's a drawback like what that's a deal breaker like hell no uh i think people a lot of people undermine it though at the same time it's like if you have Amazon Prime, like you literally are getting a free music streaming service as well as a free video streaming service. So if you have Amazon Prime, it's there. I mean, there's free stuff to watch, but um, there's there's definitely a lot of improvement. And it's I don't personally I don't think it's something that's you know dominating the industry at the moment.
1: How about you? Personally, I I'm a big fan of Amazon Prime, and that's mainly because it comes with a Prime membership. You know a lot of people have amazon prime memberships and for them to just include it in is quite nice you know for the for the few shows they for the amount of shows that they have that are free for the amount of shows they have that are free and the movies that they have are free you know i i appreciate amazon including that into the prime membership did you watch war at too nope oh god <laughs> um for people who are sensitive i wouldn't watch it but for people who can take a joke excellent movie by the genius of sasha baron cohen um i mean he does a great job in it and really the movie was pretty outstanding and super super filled with humor and it was super filled with humor um other than that i i totally agree with you that amazon prime needs to work on getting things you know not rent amazon should probably have a second app for things that are free versus things that you have to pay for, because it's pretty unfulfilling when I'm looking for movies and look, Oh, I see this cool movie, but I click on it. And then it's like, Oh, pay $15 to buy this or $10 to rent. Like what you just clickbaited me. So I wish they just created two apps with things that are free versus things you have to pay for, or at least section, section it off. I I know they kind of section it off, but like, make it really obvious because you know, it's not that nice when I'm trying to watch a movie and then it says you have to pay 15 extra dollars. Another new
0: player in the industry is Apple TV Plus. That would be Apple's streaming service. Um, I think it's definitely interesting. They have the morning show. They have another new show. It's like about a baseball coach or something. You know, a lot of exclusive content. Uh, Another thing that makes it even more popular is that if you have bought any type of Apple product within, I think, literally since... Apple TV Plus launched. You have a year to redeem a free year of Apple TV Plus. Um pretty sick. You know, it's just free. It's there. You could also pay for it as well. Uh, do I think it's worth it? If you don't, if you're not gonna use the free trial, probably not. I mean, you know, not a lot of content on there compared to other streaming services, but there's some good stuff uh that's up there. I haven't really I haven't watched what's on there. I just know it's, you know, it's it's
1: it, it's it's got it's I just know that people have said that it's good. Yeah. So I want to go check out Apple TV plus with the free subscription. And I mean, it was all right. It lacks in numbers. It, it, the original content really lacks. And there are some shows that are not that good, but then there are some shows that are absolute phenomenal for you. For those of you out there that have Apple TV plus, I would recommend the morning show. It's fantastic. Steve curl is fantastic. Jennifer Anson is fantastic. And I would also recommend Ted Lasso. That's a great show. Uh, Just got renewed for a second season. But other than that, I mean, I don't think there are too many original shows that Apple is pumping out. And I think that is something that they could definitely look at upgrading because I think that the streaming service industry is a big one. And I think that they could really bring in a lot more money if they just focused on that, focused on pumping out original content and making Apple TV Plus pretty equivalent to something like Disney Plus.
0: So now there's that comparison between YouTube and Netflix. YouTube is more like videos like totally random things, uh more like I guess homemade content, things that aren't made on giant sets that don't require CGI and aren't literally TV shows versus streaming services that have TV shows but not as much personality content. Uh what do you think? What have you spent what have you spent more time watching? What do you enjoy watching more? Uh, YouTube, Netflix, or, you know, any streaming platform? What do you think?
1: I mean, I think YouTube is way better for original content. It's pretty obvious. I mean, the platform is made for original content. And I think some of the stuff I, the, the things I watch on YouTube are way different than the things I watch on Netflix. Like Netflix is way more for entertainment purposes. Whereas on YouTube, you know, I may be learning a how to video, how to video. I may be looking at the latest tech things. I think that YouTube is much more of a broad landscape when it comes to entertainment and content, whereas Netflix is more like, you know, TV shows and entertaining where it's not really trying to teach you as much as something like a YouTube video would. What are your thoughts?
0: I agree. Personally, I spend maybe maybe right now more time on on YouTube uh, just because the content is shorter and, you know, I don't have to like follow a storyline but maybe at a different point in time, I was definitely, it was 50, 50. I mean, if there's a show that I really enjoyed, especially around the time that I was watching the office, dude, I was on Netflix way more than I was on YouTube. Um, It's just, it just is what it is. I just, if if there's something I'm really enjoying over on Netflix um, or Disney plus, whatever, you know, I'll watch that and I'll binge that. But YouTube is kind of a go-to if there's nothing to watch because you know, creators are constantly pumping out new things, but I mean, like you said, the things I'm watching on Netflix are usually completely unrelated to what I watch on YouTube. Uh, Two very different platforms with different content styles. But yeah, speaking of shows that have us glued to our screens, what is your favorite TV
1: show of all time? I mean, personally, I got a lot. And so I'll give you one. But I think one of them is White Collar. And so for those of you who have never seen White Collar, it's about this con man named Neil Caffrey who escaped from jail, he got caught, and now he's working as a FBI informant. And so for those of you that don't know what an FBI informant is, it's pretty much, you know, the criminal comes in, he gives insight into his certain field to the FBI agent, and they just work together to solve cases. And so that's pretty much what the entire show is. They go, they solve some huge criminal cases. And I it's probably one of the most entertaining shows ever, because while he is working with the FBI, he's also kind of pulling some heists. Uh, what's yours?
0: Similar to you, I have a lot of really great shows. I'm currently looking at my watch it again list on Netflix just to see. Uh, dude, there's so many good shows. I mean, I could throw out so many right now. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, If you have not seen the show, dude, it's it's so good. Both Coco and I are MCU fans and and something we talk about. And we're definitely going to have a full episode diving deep into that. And if you're in, if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff, you know, stay tuned for sure. Um, but uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm pretty sure it lasted like six or seven seasons. I'm not 100 percent sure. Watch the whole thing. One of the first shows, I think, if not the first show I ever saw on Netflix, just because when I remember when I was like eight or something and look, and when I looked on Netflix, I looked up Marvel Cause I guess I was into it and I still am, but was looking for that time and agents of shield was the first thing that showed up such a good show. The storyline is insane and it goes into the MCU in a different alley, I guess you could say, uh, then, you know, the Avengers movies do, uh, you still, you still get the whole, the whole MCU experience. Uh, it kind of follows current events that are happening throughout the timeline of, of the MCU, but it, there's, a, there's like, they go, it's, it's insane. It's a really great show. Uh, I could go into a lot more, but if I had to choose maybe one that I would have to ride or die with for the rest of time, it would be that.
1: Yeah, I watch Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I can attest it's, it's a pretty fantastic show. Yeah, and I think what we're just trying to say is these streaming services have completely changed the landscape of television and entertainment, and just the ability to pull out your phone and check out the latest show, it's really convenient and nice. And we're excited to see where we'll be going in the future. And yeah, with that being said, we're at the end of today's
0: episode. If you guys are over on YouTube, drop a like, subscribe, and comment down below your favorite part of today's podcast. If you guys are over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, leave a five-star review. It goes such a long way. Any comments you leave or reviews as well, we read
1: all of them. Uh, We appreciate all of your feedback so far. Thank you to everybody who stuck with us till the end. And for all of you at home, thank you for letting us fill you in. And with that being said, thanks, and we'll see you in the next episode.